All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. They're out there finding deals, they're broke, and there's a tremendous amount of anxiety trying to figure out how to fund these deals once they have them under contract. I was no different. And if you've read my book, The Ultimate Guide to Wholesaling Real Estate, then you'll know that I launched my career by flipping my first few houses using 0% interest credit cards. The rules are a little bit different today than when I did it, but believe me, it can still be done. And there's a company out there that will help you shortcut this entire process. I want you to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash funding, and you can learn about how much you can get in the first round of funding so you can fund your deals. Just complete the quick questionnaire, and they will shoot you back a number as to how much you can expect in a very short period of time so you can get started funding those deals. And over time, those numbers will increase. Now, how well do I know this company? I've been referring this company since 2015, so almost five years. I've had over 100 of my students join this company, and they've raised several million dollars to help these students get funding for their deals. I know this because I know these students personally, and I talk to them very often about the process. The most you can get in your first year is $240,000 worth of potential 0% cash advance money. But even if you only get $100,000, it's better than nothing, and it can make you a small fortune flipping houses. Just go to dpipodcast.com forward slash funding and check it out for yourself. Don't wait until you've lost fifteen dollars or $20,000 to check these guys out. It might be too late if you do that. you got to go ahead and stay, uh, stay ahead of the curve on this one, guys. Go to dpipodcast.com forward slash funding and be prepared to fund the deals when you find them. Let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back to Season 2 of the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share with you what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. Make sure you never miss an episode and download the Discount Property Investor app in Google Play or iTunes today. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. I'm your host, David Dodge, co-host, Mike Slane. Hey, guys. Thanks hey, for Mike. How we doing today, man? Good hey, morning. Dave. Dave, good morning. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I hey, uh, actually haven't had my coffee, but I'm all jacked up on Monster. You want to share mine? I'm all jacked up on Monster <laughs> Energy drinks, so I'm good. <laughs> Got some Monster. I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Well, hey, guys, thanks for joining us today. Today's episode is going to be on Bandit Signs. Me and Mike's company uses Bandit Signs. Uh, probably not as much as we should. However, in the last week, we got about 500 of them out, maybe a little less, 450 of them in a week's time, which yeah. was a great week. Well, it's kind of funny because, I mean, we used to rely pretty heavily on banded signs, and we just stopped. I don't know if we got lazy or what. We had uh, we had kind of a guy that was putting them out for us pretty regularly, and he got tired of doing it, I guess, and just stopped. And then we 
Uh, we're hunting for people to help us put them out, and neither one of us would get off of our lazy butts and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we were we were using other people, and we were relying on other people, and we just couldn't find anybody that was willing to put them out consistently for us. Right. So that's true. So our business, we had used them a lot in the past, kind of fell off. We weren't using them as much, didn't have as many leads coming in from it, and it really was a uh, a weakness. So we upped our bandit sign game. We right? did. We did. We upped it a lot. Yeah. So we've got um, – and it was pretty simple too, Dave. I mean, you you took the initiative and uh, put a post on, on Facebook, Facebook, man. That's all I did. I put it on Facebook and I said, anybody looking to make you know two three hundred dollars in a day, hard worker, you know six to ten hour day, uh, but you can get paid you know cash. And um, basically, what I had told them on the the ad was was kind of simple because I wanted them to reach out. But then when they reached out, I just said, yeah, I'm willing to pay two dollars a sign, which is a little high. And I even bonused them if they got a hundred out in a week's time. I said I'll give you two fifty per sign. So you do a hundred of them, that's two hundred fifty bucks. You do two hundred of them, that's five hundred bucks. You do fifty of them, that'd be a hundred bucks. So just depending on the number was the way we did it. Right. And so I guess before I was posting on Craigslist, like trying to find people, hey, help putting out signs, yeah. and it wasn't working. So for whatever reason, Facebook, the fact that you know the person, what is a bandit sign? Let's start there. Helped big time. Sure. Yeah, it did. It did, it, and, it, and it helped me just connect with them for free too. So. What is a bandit sign, Mike? So a bandit sign is pretty simple. It's just a sign uh, that says, again, it's your marketing message with your phone number on it that you post on the side of the road. I mean, essentially, it's in a place that mm-hmm. the reason it's called a bandit sign uh, or the reason that we refer to them as bandit signs is because uh, you're like a bandit. It's not necessarily supposed to be there. It's kind of guerrilla marketing. Yep. You go out and you slap a sign up on a, um, a light pole. Or you get the stakes and you stick them in the ground. So Dave's shown us some great examples here. We've got. So if you're watching of, the video, you can see I'm holding up a ver- bunch of various signs. If you're just listening, um, Mike's explaining it to you. But exactly, they're just they're just cheap little corrugated plastic signs. Uh, they come in various sizes, colors, shapes, probably even. Uh, you can have them pre-printed with your with your info on them, or you can just create your own. So we're going to show you guys both today. So this is probably the fourth or fifth example that I got. Here, I think I got one more that we've used as well, too, or that I've uh, got from... Right, so again, and, and that's, uh, people so. will ask you, like, which color's the best for the banded sign? Do you buy the yellow signs or the white signs? Do you put uh, black writing on it or red writing on it? So again, that was kind of what Dave was just showing everybody, is a whole bunch of different variations on it. And we test them, and we test them, we put up tons and tons of them, and we, we probably put up thousands of yeah. banded signs over the, the time we've been together. I mean, Absolutely, thousands. thousands. I think uh, over, the, what was it, last week, you said we put up about 500, something The like guy that, that uh, when I placed this order recently, it was over 1,000, which is, we don't usually spend that much at a time, but we did on this on this newest order. And um, one of the customer service reps, we buy them at, what, Signs in the Cheap? Mm-hmm. I think it's signsinthecheap.com is where we buy them. But there's tons of places. Go online and search Bandit Sign. Um, and you can find, you know, tons of sites that sell them. But anyway, he pinged me, or he called me up um, and just said, hey, you know, my system notified me that you just spent over 1000 You know, I can give you a really good discount if you guys intend to spend over 10000 a year. And I said, whoa, I don't know if we're going to spend 10000 a year, but if that's the only marketing you're doing in your market, then I can easily see how you could spend 10000 a year on Bandit Signs. You know, no problem at all. Um, but I still got that special well, depending, price. Well, depending, so. depending, oh, good. I was going to say, depending <laughs> on the discount, hell, I'll spend I said, hey, man, I'm going to probably spend about seven or eight, not ten, but I'd love to get the discount. Yeah. What can you do for me? And he's like, ten, no worries. Yeah, he said, oh, we can cut you down like 25% or something. Yeah, we'll so do it's it a next, big discount. We'll do it next month. We'll yeah, we'll signs on the cheap is where we go, guys. But again, there's plenty of places online to find them. Um, now, let's talk about 
uh, how we do it, Mike. So basically, sure. we buy them. Now, you can buy them uh, two, two different ways. Obviously, different shapes, different colors, different sizes. You can buy pre-printed signs, like the ones I'm holding in my hand right here. Or you can buy, and we typically don't buy double-sided. You can buy double-sided signs. We typically don't. Why do we not buy double-sided, Mike? Two reasons. One, it's more expensive to print on both sides of the sign. So, again, there's a cost factor involved. And the second reason is when you put the sign out on and you throw it up on in the, in the middle of uh, an intersection or whatever mm -hmm. on a sunny day, you can see through the signs. That's such a great point, Mike. I love that you brought that up. So you can't read either side as well. So, again, you may be able to market both directions of that intersection, but it's so much harder to see. It's so, so much harder to see. So the sun bleeds right through. Right, and we're going into the spring or the summer now, and, again, the sun just beats, beats them up. So, again, yeah. one-sided signs are the best cost, and, again, you can actually read the message. Yeah, they're cheaper. On the one side. And, um, and then I didn't know that they did this. So then here's here's signs that we just bought. So the, right now, and this is going to change by, by time of year and a couple of the factors, but right now they have like a six-week um, queue. Is the oh right yeah, word. from the time that you order to the time that it even it even hits production, and then they'll mail you know a couple days later. So you're looking at six, seven, maybe even eight weeks right now, because this is high season. I mean, it's late April right now when we're recording this. So um, so the other time the printed signs is what I'm getting at. They yeah. take a long a long time, but you can buy these blank signs, and I didn't even know that, that they did this until just this last order, but oh, geez. one side white, one side yellow, which is the stupidest thing. Yeah, but I didn't again, know they did either. If you did both sides yellow or both sides, I guess white would be cheapest, but if you do yellow, they now do... Uh, Dude, that is crazy. Yeah, it's, it's stupid. I don't know why they would even waste their time with it, but long story short, we buy these because we can get them quick. I ordered these signs maybe seven or eight, or eight days ago at most, so maybe a week's time to, to, from order to actually receiving it. And, um, again, as Mike said, two ways that we put these signs in the ground or out. One is we use these metal stakes right here. And these metal stakes basically just go in the, in the sign, in the middle of the sign. So there's little holes in here. And if you line them up, so those people that are listening and not watching, I'm just placing the stake in the sign. You do both sides and you step on it and you stick it right in the ground. The other way that we use these signs is, as Mike stated, on telephone poles basically just take a hammer and a roofer's nail and Mike we found these roofer's nails that have the metal mm -hmm. and so these are, are the way better than the other kind that are cheaper so they're kind of hard to find actually they are the roofer's uh, nails they were, well the, the roofer nail with a metal cap is it was a challenge to find but again I mean maybe it's easier in your area but Lowe's and Home Depot the big box stores they didn't have them so we went to Menards and we found there they are yeah, steel, steel cap. cap masonry one and a half inch this is the best ones that we've used okay so why why do you want well, you don't need them to be any longer than that let's say that because you know it's mm -hmm. just it's not going to do much after an inch and a half um, any shorter than that you're risking the nail coming out so that's why we use that length mm -hmm. and we use the steel cap ones because once they're in i wish i had something to nail it into right now but once they're in the sign and the telephone pole um, the metal helps support the sign and hold it tight up against it Plastic seems to break with if it gets windy, but it, it holds the sign up um, in, in outdoor conditions, in windy conditions, rainy conditions. Um, it just keeps the sign from falling off the pole. So it keeps the sign Sturdy. from falling off the pole, and it also makes it very hard for somebody else to knock it off the pole. That's a good point, too. So, I mean, somebody has to actually go up there and physically cut it down. So the steel cap, again, protects your sign, keeps it from being taken down quickly or easily by 
your competitors or something yeah. else. So I know all I'm, you need is either a hammer and nails, and we just bought a 50-pound box of these nails because they're hard <laughs> to find. So I recommend going on Menards.com yeah. and just typing in the SKU that we look at the picture I, I put up. Um, but a hammer and nails is one way to do it. Stakes is the other way to do it. Um, I have seen people use zip ties, but it's hard to find big enough zip ties. Mm-hmm. Well, you can zip tie two zip ties together and or stuff. Five and or yeah, nine, whatever. But then it's just a pain. You know, it's just a, it's yeah. more work. This is the easiest way. Now, one thing that we also have this is just a regular hammer, obviously, but there is another product that we've used in the past uh, called Bandit Sign Hammer. We actually own three of them. None of them are in our office today yeah, for but this we recording. Can't, we can't endorse it because remember last time we tried to order one, we we had a little issue. So yeah, that's a great point. They, they customer service wasn't the best. Sorry guys, so yeah. we're not going to endorse that product. But there's other type of of uh, hammers out there. It's not just that website, mm-hmm. for example. Yeah, exactly. You can find Go in and type Bandit Sign Hammer into um, into Google, and basically it's a it's a hammer on a pole. The pole is maybe three feet, three and a half feet long, uh, made of PVC, and then on top it's a big piece of steel. But the way that they did it is, is brilliant. So it's got uh, it's got these little metal hooks on it that you can put your nails in on both sides. So you can do two nails. And then on the other sides, it just has hammers. So you can put your sign out on the pole and then go up to a telephone pole. And basically, however tall you are plus your arm length plus four feet. So you can get these signs up on off the ground 9, 10, 11 feet, which is great because it prevents them from... Um, from coming down, or basically, it's just you can use a hand, a hand stapler too. Um, so I just was Google. I just Googled something because I knew it was one of my more little popular videos back when I first started. Yeah. So back it, it looks like I posted October 2013. So I just Googled real quick bandit sign stapler, and I'm the second one on there. It's how to make a bandit sign stapler. So this is kind of a, a very cheap way. Basically, we took a PVC pipe and you throw a uh, a hammer stapler into it. Yep. Those hammer staplers are fun. They're cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like playing with those things. So again, it's another way. It's It doesn't keep the signs up there as well. So again, I'd pump about four or five staples into it if you're going to do it that way. Yeah, but it's that's a, a very, point. very inexpensive way. You do need to use multiple staples, though. To create a uh, bandit sign hammer that's going to get them up much higher. So again, uh, again, just Google it. And again, if you find the Slain Properties one, that was one of my, one of my first videos out there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. A lot of ways to do it. Right. We, so what, we recommend the nails, though. That's the nails that's definitely are the best. And, you, and, use, uh, and get them high up on the pole. Because as Mike said, you know, the, the some people's job is to go take these things down. Mm-hmm. You know, And so. your competitors. There's a lot of people that just uh, have a very uh, scarcity mindset. And they're going to take other people's down. They're going to deface yours. And that's just the name of the game, unfortunately. We yeah. don't endorse it. We don't do it. Uh, but, yeah, you're going to get that. So mm-hmm. get, get them up high so people can't mess with them. Yep, you got it, guys. So whenever you're ordering these signs, they come in multiple shapes and sizes. I'm not sure so much shapes, but sizes. And uh, an easy way to maximize your cost is to do this. So buy blank signs. And, again, they're going to come faster in the mail. You can get white. You can get yellow. It doesn't really matter. But get the – what size is this, Mike? Twenty. I think it's 24 by 30 or 18 by 30. I think it's 18 by 24 maybe, or it could be 30, but it doesn't matter. Get, get the larger signs. And then what you can do is you can cut these signs in half, like I'm going to do here. In this little and we didn't have our straight blade, so it's a lot easier if you just put it on a table. Because they're ridged or corrugated, corrugated yep. you can follow the line straight down. So yeah, it'll look a little cleaner than my little cut, right. but it doesn't it's matter, guys. Super it's easy to snip in half. Super simple. So, so Dave, now you have... Uh, you just basically doubled your sign. What? Yep. Yeah, he just made two signs out of one two again. Two signs out of one. It's and you kind of use... funny how uh, simple stuff like that, 
can yeah, saves you half half your money right there. Right, I mean, you literally right just doubled your marketing bang for the buck. Well, also, if you think about it too, if you do, if you put the sign this way, this would be uh, vertical, I guess, versus horizontal. You have uh, less of a risk of wind catching it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be sticking off your telephone pole quite as much. And you know, one in the bottom, one in the top with your nails. Or you can use stakes. You can use stakes this way. You can use stakes that way. I guess you have to only go one way because you're corrugated. Depends on what you order. Which, so you can depends on you cut it. Really, yeah. You know. But I mean, th this is how simple this is, guys. You just write something like we buy houses, and then you just put your phone number really large: three one four five 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 five. Five, five, or even make it on two different lines. And that's it. That's all there is to it. Mm -hmm. Simple. You don't need to overthink it. Maybe try to get a big marker, the biggest marker you can possibly find. Maybe put the phone number on, you know, three different areas so it's larger. I was gonna say exactly. The larger the better. This is actually pretty small. I did it quickly. Right. You want to use as, as much of the signage you can with as few words as possible. Right. Because again, you want people to be able to see these from the road. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna be like this. They're yeah. gonna be a minimum of thirty feet away from the sign. So again, you want to make it real big so that people can see uh, what you've written on the sign. There you go. That's looking better. That's looking better, Dave. My handwriting's pretty bad, but maybe you do it oh, like yeah. this. This is good airtime we filled here. Something like that, you know, sweet, just sweet, simple, sweet. guys. But don't overthink it. But that way, you can have you know two nails in it. It's narrower. And it won't blow off the the pole as much too. And you basically you're doubling your uh, doubling your cost per or halving yeah halving your cost per sign uh, when you do it that way too. So there's really no right or wrong way to do it. That's one thing that I want to really stress is that you know when I first started in this business, I had analysis paralysis with everything, and that's why we created the free wholesale course, guys. You know, just it takes the uh, overthinking out of it it's so this business is so simple i think the last episode we recorded uh, was with one of our students that has done uh six seven deals made 30 grand in the last uh three months mm -hmm. 30 grand and um you know there's really it's it's funny because there's i didn't really teach him all that much i just guided him and made him and just said this is simple just do this do this do this do this don't try to do eight things at once, you know. And um, putting out bandit signs is one way to do some quick and easy marketing. Get that phone ringing, and um, he's crushing it now. So, um, yeah, very again, simple. Think you know? about what thirty grand in the next three months means to you and your life. What could that? I mean, that I mean, could change ten, everyone's ten life. Ten grand a month, and uh, I know who you're talking about. It's not like it's a uh, super full time thing for him at this point either. No, so ten grand a month is I mean, that's a lot of money, guys. It's a ton of money. Uh, for doing something as simple as writing on some signs, throwing them out there, taking a few phone calls, and flipping properties. Flipping some properties, that's right. Yeah. So um, let's talk about a couple more things with Bandit Signs, if you don't All mind right. real yeah, quick, let's Mike. Let's talk about the legality of it. Sure. So from what I, uh, from, the, from what the impression that I have on Bandit Signs is they're not necessarily illegal, um, but they're also not really legal. Like they're, It's more like it's frowned upon to put them out. Um, especially if you're marketing for a business, if you're just like posting or putting them out for like lost dog or garage sale, I don't think that's, um, has as much of a, there's much of an issue with municipalities, so but it's state, it's city by city, municipality by municipality in St. Louis, in St. Louis. So everywhere you, you, you're, you're at, um, you know, it's going to change. So, uh, with that being said, we use Google voice mm -hmm. 
for the phone numbers on there. And it just prevents uh, a lot of unnecessary arguing or... Um, okay, so what the it's called a banded sign for a reason. Yeah, they, they technically aren't... Um, you know, a lot of counties don't want them up because, again, they literally... Again, it's frowned upon. There's right. really a law in the books that says that you can't do it, though. Maybe there are in certain places, but... Yeah, anyways, uh, <laughs> they do find people for putting them up. So that's why Dave is talking about bandit or using a Google Voice number. So, again, you can help yourself avoid possibly being uh, fined. Harassed. Essentially. Fined, right. Again, if they look up your number and they find you real quickly, again, they're going to send you a fine in the mail if it is something that they find for in your city or in that in your yeah. municipality. But other areas, uh, they don't care at all. Like, I know places in South County, St. Louis, where we'll have bandit signs up oh, yeah. on the side of the road. Um, like, so you want to put these where people can see them, um, and they're coming to a stop or stop. So obviously we choose intersections, we choose exit ramps of highways, um, basically, and even near drive-throughs of, of restaurants, if there's telephone poles mm-hmm. in the area. I mean, basically anytime someone's going to be in their car stopped that can call the number real quick or take a picture of the sign is the point. You don't want to put this on the, on the side of a road that's going 40 miles an hour. That's a complete waste of sign and marketing efforts time money you name it because unless somebody wants to pull over it's they're not going to see it so put these in areas where um, people are coming to a stop or are already stopped but the point of my of my uh, little thing here was uh, um, there's some places in town where we'll put these at exit ramps off of the highway just outside of the city and the city workers will take the signs down mow the grass and then put the signs back up mm-hmm. if they're in stakes like they just truly don't care and they're and they won't take them. They'll they'll put them back. You know. Yeah, it's so. weird. It's weird because then there's the other part of, of North County where you put one up, and you'll get a call ten minutes later from one of the ward. Or I don't know what they code call enforcement it. people yeah. or you know aldermen. Yeah, aldermen. You know, could be it. could that be different it. people, right? Yeah. And, and some just, people even have auto dialers like the cities do. So where they'll put that number um, on an auto dialer and it'll call it every hour. So the reason we use Google Voice is one, we're typically not answering these calls. Um, live because we're out putting up signs and it's you know hard to do both unless you have a good team. Uh, but two, you know, Google Voice will record voice messages for you. Uh, it also sh- also show you missed calls that people call and they don't leave a message. Um, but another great function with Google Voice is you can block numbers. So if you do get put on an auto dialer, just block the number, mm-hmm. and then it will prevent you from having 24 emails a day. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's. You know, I mean, so. we've done it. I mean, we've yep. but cycled through a few different Google Voice numbers. Every time you end up getting a lot of the same uh, code enforcement numbers calling you, and you just you block it. So basically, the message then Google Voice just says this number is out of service. Right. It just doesn't mean, connect it. Yeah, that's the way it goes. So, but bandit signs, guys, are a cheap and easy way to get started. I think it was the first thing I did when I got in this business because it's the easiest way to get marketing out. Um, direct mail is great, but it takes time. You know, sometimes it could take 14 days for the mail to drop unless you pay more for, you know, um, a higher class of mail. Um, bandit signs are great. Not only okay. not only can you get these delivered with print or without print, but you can buy them locally sometimes at, at sign shops. You may pay a little bit more than getting them from a wholesaler online. <clears throat> but long story short, I mean, if you wanted to get some bandit signs out today, you could find them in your town, go buy them, um, write with them on a marker and get them out. It's that simple. It's that easy. You're talking a couple bucks a sign at most, unless you cut them in half. You know, maybe get them down to even less than a buck a sign, and um, you can you can kind of shotgun approach your marketing. You know, put them all over town. So let's recap then. Uh, and I, I know there's a couple other topics we need to delve into about banded signs as mm-hmm. well. 
So we talked about uh, where you can get them. So we recommend going online, Dirt Cheap Signs. What was the other one? Dirt Cheap Signs, Signs on the Cheap. Those are the two we use. I know there's probably a hundred of them out there. So again, look online. That's probably going to be your your least expensive, even though the shipping is what what crushes you. So that's why we do buy big uh, in bulk. Because again, the shipping is pretty darn expensive. Mm -hmm. So buy them online. Uh, We talked about writing on it and or uh, getting them pre-printed. We talked about... Uh, one-sided, cup, two-sided. One-sided, two-sided. The colors, we've talked about putting them out there. Again, the stakes run up another buck or so. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's cheaper Ooh, to, to put them up on poles. Exactly. Okay, so where to put them out? We talked about where. So we put them in, like Dave said, busy intersections, but you want it where traffic stops so that somebody can actually see the sign, read the sign, write the number down, or call you. Quick thing about intersections is if you get a good busy one, you have four opportunities to put a sign out, one on every corner of that intersection. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of knock out. So we talked about where. So then Dave was just alluding to when. So when do you put them out? Uh, our recommendation is kind of like we said, it's called a bandit sign for a reason. We talked about the legality. Some municipalities take them down very quickly. Well, when do employees City of the workers. government work? Monday through Friday from 9 to 5. So quite frankly, if you put them out on a Friday afternoon, you've got a pretty good chance they're going to stay up for a few days. I would say more like 10 to 3. Yeah, it's, it is. <laughs> City workers. Uh, it's funny because it really it, it's 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 a joke, but it's also true. Like they really it really is funny. We've got uh, some rehab projects going, and they the code enforcement they're just done. They're done after three o'clock. Three they're o'clock not is, out there. Right. They're not. It's like gotta go do my paperwork. And yeah, it's interesting. So whatever. That's Anyways, a different topic. So but yeah, put them out on Friday afternoons, Friday evenings, guys, because in the event that you do have high high code enforcement or you know just a bunch of people that aren't interested in these signs. Uh, that want to take them down. If you do it on a Friday, typically you can buy yourself the weekend. And, you know, it's kind of crazy. We'll go out and put out 100 or 200 signs. And sometimes before we're done putting out signs, some of the signs are down. People take them down in, within minutes. Other times we'll have signs that will stay out for three or four months. Um, so, you know, it just depends on where you're at. You know, what I part had of one, town. I swear, it was over a year. That you, the that sign you was saw up. it? Like, literally the sun faded out the writing. That's where you awesome. couldn't read it anymore. And sometimes they'll stay up for, for a long time. Yeah. Sometimes people will take them down and cut the grass and put them back up for you guys. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I think one of the main messages here, um, other than what, where, how, when of, you know, of the bandit signs, is um, you know, consistency, which is something that we haven't been very recently with them. Um, we do have eight other channels of marketing, too, so it's not a huge deal. But um, if you are putting these signs out, you know, it's, it's best to put out maybe 20 a week uh, for 10 weeks straight than it is to go put 200 of them out, in my opinion. Um, just because people will see the sign, and they may um, they may or may not call it right away. And um, if they can see that sign two, three, four, five times, you're basically touching that person with your marketing each time they see it. And the, ho- the more times that, that they see it, the higher percent chance that they're going to call you. So let's talk about the numbers, you know. Sure. Uh, that's a really good topic, I think, to kind of finish up here with. But, well, absolutely. Uh, we we kind of talked about we were fading off, and now we ramped back up. Dave, we had some good results recently. We have, yeah. We probably had, what, what do you think we put out about? I think we put 450, a little over that number, but yeah. roughly, in about, a, in about a nine-day period. Okay, so call it a week, we put out about 500 signs, just mm-hmm. roughly, roughly, crazy numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we looked in our system, and how many calls did we get? I believe it was close to 50. It's close to, in a week's time, guys. So we're going to get another, you know, set of calls this week and next week and the week after. But this yeah. last week we it got was actually about 50. It was actually a surprisingly high number of calls. 
uh, in my in my brain, just because I feel like we have seen so many bandit signs out there. Yeah, they're but everywhere. Again, we got a we got a really good response rate. So again, mm-hmm. it's it's just that enforcement that hey, we need to keep doing this, guys, because again, mm-hmm. there's leads that are that are coming in from these, mm-hmm. and you're going to get other wholesalers calling. You're going to get other investors calling. But again, we got 50 calls. So that, the yep. moral of the story is we got 50 calls. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many leads did that convert to? And Dave, this is going to be. Your uh, area, I, I think it converted probably to maybe. Um, between five and seven like leads that we were interested in. Other other people were calling, you know, of the fifty calls, you know, a couple of those people are calling saying, um, Take your signs down. Take your signs down. <laughs> or or hey, I got a house listed on the market right now. You interested? Well no. You know, you got an agent working with you and you're obviously not motivated. You know, thanks anyway. Maybe we'll take their number and name and put them in our follow up system, call them in a couple months, see if they still have the property. Um, but for the most part of those 50 calls, we maybe had between, you know, five, six, seven leads that were people saying, Hey, I got this vacant house or I inherited a house or I'm getting divorced. What can you do? So we would go out and we'd set, you know, six, seven appointments on those leads. Um, of those six, seven appointments, um, I think we got one property under contract and two or three that we're in the negotiation process with. So we're talking about a thousand dollars worth of marketing that we went out manually hung signs up, um, and then you know, waited for the phones, phone to come, the phones to start ringing, and um, we got one deal that we'll make maybe ten thousand on, mm-hmm. and two or three that we're uh, we're in the negotiation process. I never, with. I never like to say a deal we're we're gonna make ten thousand on, or we're gonna make twenty, because until it closes, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, but it's I one mean, of those things where again, it's 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 nice to look forward and to plan out right. what your expected income is. That's but true. I, you never know. We you never, never like know. to say, you know, oh, it's locked and loaded. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I'm just just old habits. No, that's I, a good point. That's a good point. We we don't know if we'll, what we'll make on that, but I'm I'm guessing. Again, we've that. got several. We've got yeah. one solid one. We're probably probably locked and loaded on, and then several other leads in the pipeline. Right. So again, it's it's all from just a recent, our recent re. Um, what do you? What do you, I don't even want to know what to call it. Just uh, refocus on putting the bandit signs. Yeah, out. yeah, getting back out there, hitting the streets, and just getting them up. So, but I'm pretty confident that we're going to do well in that. Like, yeah, I, think, <laughs> I don't know about that ten, but yeah, it's no, going to be good. But we'll yeah, okay. but the whole point is, guys, is this a numbers game? You know, so if you put out ten signs, you're not going to get fifty calls. You've got to get five hundred signs out to get the fifty calls, and then of the fifty calls, you're going to get five, six maybes. And then of the five, six, you maybe get one. You may not, you know, but you got next week and you got the week after. Yeah, and it also, I guess the 500 signs, it also kind of depends on how large your city is, too. Yeah. I mean, St. Louis, we're, we're a pretty large uh, area, million. pretty dispersed. So, again, mm-hmm. we can, our city can handle that. Uh, I know we've talked to other students, and, again, they just, there's not even that many places to put them. So, yeah. again, they couldn't even get 500 out if they wanted to. You've got a town of 100,000 people. It's way different than a right. town of 2.8 million. I mean. So, consistency, that is the key. I think we talk about that a lot, persistent. Consistent, persistent action. Uh, get that. get the bandits. I know it's your persistent it's yours, buddy. That's I still favorite. Mean. I love it. So we uh, again, we do that. Uh, we recommend you guys do that. Go out there, uh, order some bandit signs if you haven't before. Put some up. Uh, just get started in doing some marketing. I agree. I think it's great. Great way to get started. It's an inexpensive way to get started, and it's an effective approach to getting the phone to ring. So get out there and do it, guys. Thanks for listening to this episode about bandit signs. And Mike, you got a quotable quote. I don't have any quotes today. Any quotes today? No. Consistent, persistent action, guys. Go. Let's use that. Keep the uh, keep the marketing going. If you're new to the game, this is the easiest and simplest and most cost-effective way to get in the game. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. 
To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.